Welcome everybody to the Minimap. No, you don't start what, what off like doing? that. <laughs> <laughs> That's staying in. <laughs> so it's all staying in. I'm so so tired. This is not staying in. This is an <laughs> yes, outtake. Yes, it is. No, this is hilarious. This is this is the cold That's open. Why it's an outtake. <laughs> no, it's a cold open, and the song will start now. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the Minimap Cast. This is your bi-weekly source of gaming news questions and impressions from minimap.com.au. My name is Kerry Palmer, full of energy as always, definitely, definitely not tired, uh, coming to you with June Williams. Hello. And Jeremy Bratatich. Cheers. Did you just cheers. cheers yourself? I did. You had, well, I you had a second beer bottle? I sure do. <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> oh, that's for later, I see. I am I am parked and ready to record. <laughs> so I think that answers my normal random question of how we're doing for the week. So let's just move <laughs> on. Um, uh, we're here to talk about games and stuff and things that have happened in the last couple of weeks. Um, if you didn't know, this is the podcast for minimap.com.au, our website for writing about games and podcasting slash talking about games and... And having a good time while we do that. Uh, if you want to support us, you can rate this podcast wherever you find it. Uh, you can also check out our other podcast, the Game Spoilers Podcast, which is a game club, which we are recording soon for uh, Frog Detective 1 and 2. Those are the next uh, games on the list. There'll be one episode together. Um, you can also support the website and us at patreon.com slash minimapau. Uh, there's a few neat perks there, but if you feel like supporting us monetarily, that is a way that you can do that. Um, and, uh, just finally, before we jump into it all, just wanted to say thank you to Shork for letting us use, uh, the Moog Model D improv song from their YouTube channel. Uh, you can listen to Shook at shook.bandcamp.com. Their music is fantastic. Uh... Let's 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 get right into it. June, tell us about the game that is the the hotness at the moment. Um, oh, I was trying to think of a really funny joke. Yeah, from, see like, if these. Jer- Jeremy, help me out. <laughs> like a game from like ages ago that would fit really nicely in here. Naughty bear. Yeah, there you go. Ball and Thank stick. Ball <laughs> and stick. <laughs> um, no, it's four guys. We all know it's four guys. Yeah, it's four guys. Um, I, I I had a friend that was um, trying to get me to play this for ages and I couldn't because I was moving house. So I finally um, didn't have an excuse anymore. <laughs> no matter how hard you tried. <laughs> so I spent $30 on this game. And I think Jeremy said earlier it's not worth $30. And uh, I agree with that. It's okay. It's fun. It's a fun party game. I don't think it would have done as well if it wasn't if we weren't in isolation Oh yeah. Um, I don't think there wouldn't have been a reason to play it um, as much as there is now. Um, I think I played it for maybe two hours, and it got pretty repetitive. Um, and also the team games suck. So yeah, it's like hates it's, the it's, team games. Yeah, it's yep. normally like every other map is like you versus everyone else, except for like I only played one of them, the egg scrambled one, which is a team one where it's like everyone is on three separate teams and you have to work together except there's no comms or anything like that and Mm -hmm. 
There's no it's strategy. Like, no, it's just it's unfair for like the two other teams. Anyway, that sucked. Um, it was fine. Probably won't play it again. Wow. <laughs> Scathing. Wow. No, if if like if maybe another friend got it, I probably wouldn't play it with the same friend because I feel like the experience would be the same. But right. If it was like another friend, if you guys bought it, I would probably play it again. But yeah. I think I mean, there's I, better games to play with friends. I think that's fair enough. I, for those that aren't familiar, it's kind of like like Gang Beasts meets Wipeout. Like you're going across yeah. obstacles. The TV show, not the game. Wipeout. Yeah. Yes, not the dry, not the game. <laughs> um, going across obstacle courses and jumping over spinning like leg sweepers and yeah. Trying to take each other's tails and whatever. It's interesting. I can't believe it's had the legs that it has. Because, like, you yeah. know, I, w- I watched, like, an hour of it or something one time. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is cool. Lots of different games. All relatively similar. Um, this will probably die out, though. And it's and it's just kept it's going. They've, got, they've had, like, 7 million, like, purchases on Steam or something like yeah. that. Like. They had they had so many issues that that you couldn't log into the game for a while because they couldn't keep up with the yeah. people that were trying to play I, it. Um, I, I think there's a few reasons why it's doing so well, and I think from the me the biggest reason because like I I have played it. I think it yeah I'm I'm almost on the same boat. I think it's fine, but I'm, I'm not really that that into it. Um, it's presented really well. Like yeah. it's a it's a slick looking game. The 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 animation like the like the scene transitions and stuff. It reminds me of um. Uh, which is an aesthetic I kind of like, which is like really weird future, like fucked up game show. It reminds me of HQ Trivia, um, yeah. which is like this really weird everybody tune in and watch this mandatory like game show on your phone. <laughs> is that still going? I don't know. I've What's, what's Scott Rogowski to go up to now? <laughs> um Scott, Scott Rogasi, come on, mini mapcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like it, it's, I don't know. It's fine. When you were playing it with your friends, did you have like? So, like, I think the main the main thing I have about this game is I don't find playing it. I wouldn't think about playing it with my friends in terms of you wouldn't really gain anything from being on the same team as your friend because you're basically working on your own the entire time, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, I think it's just fun to yell about it together yeah right okay because <laughs> yeah you're right it's not a team thing mm. you can't work together it's just playing it together is fun i suppose but then you you know one person has to watch while the other person gets through to the qualified yeah. and then that gets kind of boring um yeah i don't know i really am not a fan of the music also it's oh i, I very really unsettling. like the music <laughs> no it's so unsettling it's like splatoon music but worse but Splatoon music's really good, so it's like Splatoon music, but bad Splatoon music. Oh, I'm I, say. I don't like Splatoon music. <laughs> but you like Fall Guys music? Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> no comment. I don't like the like <laughs> fake speaking that they do in Splatoon. <laughs> How do you feel about uh, Simlish music then, Kerry? <laughs> uh, Simlish is a good gaff. That's a good like. Ah, that's not English. Have either of you listened to the Katy Perry Simlish song? Yes, everyone has heard that song, I'm sure. No. Kerry, have you heard that song? <laughs> no. <laughs> when what? I said everyone, I wasn't looking at you, dude. I was looking at Kerry. <laughs> everyone. <laughs> was, it, was it Teenage Dream? Was that the song? 
Oh, Jude's, Jude's gone. dead. Jude's done. Um, I don't think I, I, about it. I don't think I've heard that that song in English or Simlish. Oh, okay. Have you heard? Have you heard the? Have you heard the Jason Derulo but singing? No, I haven't. <laughs> let me find. Let me find it. Sorry, please go on. I don't have anything else to say about four guys. <laughs> Sam and I have been watching a bit. Um, just. YouTube stuff. It's just nice to throw something on while we eat food or whatever. There has been some really wholesome things I've seen on Twitter about... Um, did you see the, the clip of the guy trying to help the other person that had never played before how to climb? Oh, and, no, I didn't. That's okay. cool. It, there's been some cute ones. I think it's mostly from um, Japanese servers, from right. what I've seen. Um, it's it's wholesome. Yeah, like the, the most fun I, I get from watching that game depends entirely on the people I'm watching play it. Yeah. Um, like, if I don't have that much interest in the, the people who are playing it, or if they're not being that interesting, uh, then I it's it's pretty... I don't know. It's not that... Yeah. I, I would I would rather use it as a vehicle to mess around and hang out with friends rather than to get good at Whirly Gig or Dizzy Heights or Fall Ball, you know, whatever. All of the all of the different minigames. Like, I, it's, it's not a game that is easy to want to like be like esports level at mm. there was one game that like I, I think i was already in like an odd mood but when i started playing it i i was like crying with laughter and not because anything specifically happened in the game but the game itself just like made me giggle and giggle and giggle until i was like <laughs> until i like there were tears <laughs> like streaming out of my eyes and it's Which just one the one it? where you have to um I, i'm pretty sure it's free for all it might be teamed. I don't quite remember. Um, there's someone with a tail, and you have to pull their tail, and then you get a tail. Yeah. And the main there's, reason there's a team and an individual version of that. Right. I didn't play that one. I, so I think I think I was doing the individual one. And the main reason I started giggling to myself is because I just imagined that the entire game was like a tickle fight because <laughs> you're you got your hands poking out like like you're gonna tickle someone well all the four guys run <laughs> with their arms up and yes, like, they, 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 like they, they they run like toddlers who just figured out how their feet work and <laughs> like and it's very funny but i just remember seeing all of these like chubby buddies running around tickling <laughs> everybody and whoever tickled the most one and th- that just like it it flicked a switch in me that i was just like <laughs> like i was just laughing like out loud in my empty living room at four guys <laughs> at like two o'clock in the p.m in the p.m <laughs> uh yeah it's interesting i you know we'll see we'll see what kind of legs it's got um it's got seasons and stuff, so they're ad- they're adding new games. Um, None of the items make me want to come back and play that game the next day to see yeah. what the items will be. And also, They'll a lot of them suck. require wins. Yeah. Although the rounds are also very short, like a like a full round is like ten minutes. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. Um. Hmm. What next podcast, Master? Yes. I was trying to put those together. Pod, it's pod. Yeah, <laughs> that was very bad. Uh, I'll, I'll jump in here because all of my ones are like they're not new. They're just like they're just like check-ins, and then Jeremy can tell us about the the newest hotness. 
The Last Guardian. <laughs> um, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been playing, Kerry? Uh, so I've been streaming a lot more, um, which has been a lot of fun. And when I'm doing that, I'm either doing like games that you've heard a lot of me talk about before, like Destiny or Apex or stuff like that um, with friends, or I'm playing it on my own and I'm streaming some Dark Souls 2. Um, and that game, that game is interesting to play. It's good. It's, it's a fun game to just chip away at. Um, it's got some weird design decisions compared to the first game, but you know, I think I've covered that, but mostly it's just really nice playing through it with people coming in and out of chat. I think like it's, it's, it's really nice. Um, with the people that hang around, they get to watch me fail and fail and fail and fail and fail. And also discover the new things and when I fall off an edge, like it's fun. But then when people come in and they start saying, Oh, did you know in Dark Souls 2 the hidden walls you don't hit them to reveal them, you have to press A on them. So all the walls that I'd been like smacking with my sword for like the last five hours is like, this looks like a hidden area. Nah. Uh <laughs> you know. It's just it turns out a different obtuse way of accessing them. Um, just random things like that and like, oh, did you know you could two hand this and two hand that? So it's a really interesting experience playing it that way, I think, because obviously there's so many people who love all of the Souls games and know everything about them. Um, and then I'm coming through knowing next to nothing about this one. Um, Are you liking it more than one? Not more, no. One is I'm realizing with context of the games that are coming, with, with playing the games that, have, that are coming after it, how special one is. Right. Um, in terms of just its design, like the, they do a lot of balancing of how the poison affects you in this game, how far your stamina recharges, and um, how many item slots you've got. Just random things. Some of it's quality of life. Some of it's just like a different decision. Some of it's to encourage you to use the online services a bit more in Dark Souls Two, because they saw how it happened in one, and they were like, "Oh, okay, people enjoyed it. This was good. We want to steer the player experience this way." And in typical from software. Souls-like game fashion, they do it in a way that gives you no choice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, for instance, uh, I think this is the only Souls game that does this, but if you kill an enemy enough times, like you you go through the start of an area and you kill the first five enemies totally fine, and then it's enemies six through 56 after that that kill you, but you always kill those first five. After you've killed them about 15 or 20 times, they stop respawning. Um, and that I hate. I hate it so much because I have no agency over it. And it's like the game's giving up on me. You know, it's like when you're given a task at, at, at uni or at school or work or from your parents or something. And you're not that great at it and you're doing your best. And then eventually they're just like, okay, I'm going to do this now you can do literally anything else and I'm going to finish this in less time. <laughs> They're just like, okay, that's enough. Why don't you try something else? And it's like, no, the whole point of Dark Souls is to, is to struggle and to get better and to, and to learn and to process and to slog through it. And this is just like the game just being like, no, this is clearly too much for you and uh, we're going to make sure you know that. <laughs> and it's like, fuck off, game. <laughs> And someone, I was, I was talking about it in my chat and I was, I was saying to someone who was there who knew more than I did, I was like, oh, that's one of the most frustrating things. And they were like, oh, there's this thing you could do that, that stops that from happening. I was like, oh, really? They were like, it also makes the game harder. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> just, just make it be normal. So anyway, it's, it, 
2 has some weird design decisions, stuff that you can't get around like that. Um, but at the same time, it's enough of a Souls game that it's good fun to explore. Um, I also went back, so I was doing that for like streaming, and then I was just like, I don't want to stream anything, I want to save this game for streaming, I don't want to play with friends right now, I just want to sit and play something. And I played, I went back to Arkham Asylum, which was after all of the um, DC fandom trailers and stuff that we'll talk about in a bit. Um, but yeah, I went back to the first Batman Arkham game from like 2009 um, that I played when it came out. Um, these games are good. <laughs> yep, they sure are. It, like, they don't, like, they, they feel, I, they were groundbreaking back then. Like, like this first game was kind of groundbreaking in terms of being such a great superhero game. Like, it's a great game, and then it's an excellent comic book hero game as well, and that, I feel like we hadn't really had a really good one of those around that time. Um, like, it kind of redefined the, the, the scene a bit. Um, mm. uh, but looking at it now, it kind of feels tropey, because it is the thing that the tropes have come from. It's, it's kind of like the, it's the skeleton of what, is, what has come after it. But at the same time, it's really fun to play. Um, and I like that in Asylum, there is a bit of an open area. There are open areas, but it's not like Arkham City with the whole open world thing and side quests and whatever. It is just kind of like a like a linear Metroidvania experience. Mm. Um, it's good that it's more focused. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't like City because it was too open world in comparison to Asylum. Mm. I don't know. I couldn't finish City. But Asylum, very good. Yeah, totally. And like, I don't. That's I, weird. I, I've, I. Sorry, like really quick. I finished City way more times than I finished Asylum. Really? I have no idea. Yeah, I finished City maybe four times. Wow. The story I mean, in Asylum's better too. Yeah, in my opinion. Like oh, it's, the it's ending just, of City. Don't 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 spoil I'm it because I'm gonna it. get. I'm, I am gonna get I'm, there. I'm not, I'm not gonna say it, but like the the final chapter of City rules. Yeah, it takes so long to get there though. <laughs> Because Jeremy, you have to do all of the Riddler trophies before you oh get there. Oh my god, Harry! <laughs> I don't do that. The Riddler trophies are so numerous and actually difficult. Like that, it's like <laughs> it's not just like a tick box. You know, it's not just like go here, do X, go here, do X. It's just actually difficult. So it's like I'll come back to that, and then I don't, and then it's fine. That's hilarious because for the ones we're opposite in that, where I did all of the Riddler trophies, <laughs> I, I have one hundred percent at Arkham City. Like twice. Oh. I did it on PS3 and then I did it on PC when I got it later. Are you you 100% is it twice? Yes. Jeez. Did you need a guide? Uh, I, I needed a guide for the first time I did it. Um, second time I mostly remembered everything. Okay. Like I, I only I only used the guide when I got stuck though. Like for the most part, I, I tried to do all the riddles yeah. and the puzzles. Yeah. So yeah, it's interesting. Um, that game sure doesn't portray its female characters very good. <laughs> at all so it's a batman story <laughs> yeah i guess but like not just not just in terms of like the plot and their motivations but more in terms of their characterization their their style their sexualization like all of them are wearing next to nothing and it's fine and like when poison ivy's crying about like how um her plants are crying out in pain like it just sounds like sex moans like i'm like why did they like and she's just there in like panties and like a shirt that barely covers her boobs and like that's it i don't know it's like whatever 
Low standards. Jeremy's just nodding his head. <laughs> um, and then the, the th- something else I finally returned to was Final Fantasy VII Remake Hard Mode. Because um, I still plan on platinuming, platinuming that game, but I got to chapter 17 of 18 like months ago and I kind of fell off the, the hard mode grind. Um, and that was because I knew I was coming up to the, 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 the six consecutive boss fights that is the ending of that game. And I didn't want to like get stuck on all of them. Um, but I ended up, I was just like, oh, I better, you know, give us another go. And, and I really wanted Sam to see the ending of that game. Cause it's so like, fuck, just ridiculous. Like it's just so kingdom hearts, like. Even playing it without having played a Kingdom Hearts before, I'm like, this feels just absurd. Is this what people talk about? And it turns out it's exactly what people talk about. Yes, people it are like, oh, this is very Kingdom Hearts. Yep. Um, so there's there's six final, there's six bosses, six boss fights at the end of this game, if you include the bike chase scene, which has like a pseudo boss fight in it. Um Luckily, it's across like a chapter break. And so with chapter selection, once you get past one section of it, like if you complete the first three, that's the end of chapter 17. And then you can go back and do other stuff if you get bored or get stuck. Um, and then just come back, select chapter 18 again, and then you can, you'll can you have to fight all those bosses. Um, but that's okay because you've done those first three. Um, so I got through those first three bosses okay, and it was all right. And I got through that highway chase scene. And it starts getting really, like, the story starts getting really bad, right? <laughs> like, really doesn't make any sense. It seems like, what's happening? I was like, this is all of the context I am able to give you. <laughs> it seems like, that's it? I was like, yep. It seems like, do you know that person? Like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I get to the fifth out of six bosses. And it's the worst! It's the worst boss fight in the game. And it was the worst on normal mode as well, because... Because it's this it's this big long cutscene interwoven battle, but because it's one fight in terms of the game's structure, it there's no checkpoints, which means that you go through about ten to fifteen minutes of cinematic jumping over ledges and then fighting these these three different coloured bosses, and then there's this bit where they all merge together. And that boss that they merge into is so unfair and so punishing and just like one shots you every time. <laughs> and it takes so long to get there. And it's so difficult, and I I spent like two hours on it, and I didn't make any headway, and it was just the worst. So I gave up on it for the night, and I ended up watching someone's review on it because I was like, I'm annoyed that I didn't get to like play more of this game and do the thing I expected. It was just so difficult, um, and it was this was an episode from the completionist. So this was someone who had done the game and then completed it on hard including the final boss fights and done all the secret challenge room, not the secret, but the, the end challenge rooms and gotten all the accessories and did all the triumphs and whatever. Um, and he was saying that the hardest thing he had to do in the game was the challenge room in chapter 17, which is this like big boss fight onslaught that you only get in hard mode. And it unlocks for you this thing that gives you this, this broken ability to just use your, like your limit break, your like ultimate ability as soon as you enter a fight. And so I was like, oh, that's why he didn't feel like the end boss was bullshit because he he unlocked this thing that like breaks the game open for you and he earned it by doing this hard thing. So I was like, okay, I'll see if I can do this super hard other challenge instead. And it's 
total bullshit. Like, like the, the boss fights on hard mode that are actually hard are just BS. And it was the same thing with this one where it was like, you have to go through three other boss fights to get to this fourth boss fight in the gauntlet. And there was another boss fight after that. Anyway. Sounds like Final Fantasy. Yeah. So you're having a good time then? Having a great time. I did beat that challenge room. So I have unlocked that limit break accessory. And so I'm I'm looking forward to going back and just smoking that, (laughs) um, that end game boss fight and just getting through it. But oh my god, it was so unwelcome, unwelcomely, unwelcomingly. Yep, it was punishing in a way that I didn't want or expect or appreciate. Right. <laughs> it didn't feel like something I could smart my way through or like strategize my way through. I just had to keep hitting my head against the wall. Um. So yeah, I look forward to trouncing that soon. Um. But yeah, it's really weird the way they handle difficulty in Final Fantasy games. Like, I've seen the way they do like endgame content for Final Fantasy X and stuff like that. And the only way you can win certain battles is if you've got every character with like this combination of items that you get from this one character that isn't explained to you at all. That means you can do like 99,999 damage. And the only way you can win is if you don't let a character die and they all do as much damage as they possibly can for enough turns. And if you miss like one turn or you're slightly inefficient, then your team gets wiped. And it's just so punishing. And I'm like, I don't understand why Final Fantasy does that. Um, like, that, that's that's hard in, like, a really obtuse way. It doesn't feel all like that a, stuff. It's always optional, though, all that extra stuff. So, like, yeah. I think that's why. Because they can... They can... What they can do is they can make a boss that, you're, like, they'll just tell people, you'll never beat that. You won't... Yeah. You're not gonna beat that, and then you're never gonna the... figure it out. We're not gonna, we're not gonna tell you. <laughs> yeah, and then all the sweaties are like, oh, "We can beat that." <laughs> uh, anyway, Final Fantasy. You did you platinum fifteen June, or did you just finish it? I platinumed it. Was there an end game grind like that in fifteen? Yeah, there was this big boss called the tortoise, the big tortoise that has a name that I've forgotten. And it's oh. like, it's this, it's a mountain. It's legitimately a mountain in the game that rises up and it is a turtle. And um, that's cool. it took me about two and a half hours of just like playing straight. I didn't die, but like it's just got so much health that you just have to keep hitting it for mm. two hours straight. <laughs> um, but that that is the that is the, the platinum boss. So. Adamantois. Yeah, that one. And it sucks because, like, the camera keeps clipping inside it, so you can't... You know how Noctis throws his sword and you can teleport? But, like, you'd go through it and then you'd end up, like, somewhere else inside the turtle. The camera would be inside it and you'd have to try and... I think fighting the camera was harder harder (laughs) than fighting the actual thing. Wow. um, It was fun. Okay, that's good. In the first Kingdom Hearts, you fight... um, You can optionally fight Sephiroth. um, And... He's got so much health. So the way the the health works in Kingdom Hearts is instead of having like um, numbers, like it would be like a like a bar, and the bar, the bar would be like orange, and then the orange bar would chip away, and behind the orange would be a green bar that you can see as you're chipping away the orange bar. Um, and the more color shades it had, the more boss like like health bars it had basically. Um, except they, I think they programmed nine different colors for the health bars. Um, and Sephiroth has got 12 bars of health. And so for the first 
15, 20 minutes of the boss fight, you're just doing damage and you're not seeing any health go down at all. Oh, because it's just like the same color on top of the same color? It's not even that. It's just they just don't have any... They just didn't have any more colors for it. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> and so you just, you're just seeing... Like you're just whacking him, waiting for his health to eventually start to go down. Yeah. That you can tell is going down. Um, you always know you're doing the right thing because like it'll give you feedback when you do a hit, but you can never tell how much damage you're doing until you like you get like a fair way into the boss fight. Oh, that's intense. It's very dumb. Anyway, Kingdom Hearts and Tetsuya Nomura. We'll uh we'll be we'll be talking about his design decisions for years to come, I think. Um mm-hmm. Jeremy, how's your how's your couple of weeks of gaming been? How, how have you been, number one? Uh, well, I finished gamer. a game. You number finished one, what? I finished a video game. Oh, well done. Which one? Not, Which one? Uh, I started and finished Inside. Mm. Um, Bit late. Uh, <laughs> well, I know, right? Because like that's like that was a game that's been on my list since it got announced. I was like, oh, I'd yeah. love to play another game from people who made Limbo. Like Limbo was great when it came out. Um. And then they announced Inside. I'm like, oh, this is extremely my shit. And then I didn't play it. Um, and I have no <laughs> idea why. Uh, but now I probably own it like four times because of the different bundles and things that it's been in. Um, mm, what'd you play it on? Uh, I played it on PC. I played it on the Epic Game Store. Um, mm. Just because that you was. You played the... it on Switch. I feel like yeah, it's a Switch game. Then I'd have to buy it on Switch when I already own it four times on PC. <laughs> 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 um, anyway, so I started and finished Inside. I, I did it over two days. Um, the game's not very long, like Limbo. I think it's about three hours long, maybe a little I, bit longer. I, I think it's four, but yeah, like I could see it being you four. know, three, four hours, whatever. Yeah, you, you play it in two two-hour sessions, and you'll you'll definitely get to the end. Yeah, um, I think I like it more than Limbo. Um, wow. I think uh, Limbo is good, but Limbo is definitely a product of its time of that like early indie boom, like yeah, Xbox the Live XBLA, stuff. yeah. And Limbo is very striking in its visuals, but aside from that, it's like there's not a whole lot of story really going on. You're a boy wandering, and there are like there's the there's the story of the world where there's like the like the boys that have the little treehouse area and the traps and the stuff, and then there's the spiders. Excuse me, um, but like you don't really know what's going on. Yeah. Um, and not that you really know what's going on a lot of the time of Inside, but there's at least a, a narrative through line of what's happening at the point and then the ending. Um, I'm not going to talk about the ending of Inside because the ending of Inside is bonkers and anyone who hasn't played it should play it because, oh my God, the ending of Inside is bonkers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like the overall atmosphere of Inside is very, very, very good. Um, uh, is the- it the same sort of spooky as Limbo's? It's it's a bit more like I found it scarier in terms of like it's not like it's not like it's a scary game, but I found it yeah. more horrifying. Um just because it's a more familiar setting. A lot of it is set in a city, a lot of it is set in buildings and destroyed buildings and it's very uh like it's eerie, but you're very rarely alone. Um mm. it it's it's just it's quite like it's just frightening. Um, it's uh, like a lot of it's really uncanny. Um, where like everything seems like it's right, but everything is not right. Um, and because you know, a familiar like a, a city is a familiar setting as, as far as people who have been to a city. Um, it's just so odd and uncomfortable being there. Mm. Um, 
I think the puzzles are better as well. Um, I was only stuck once, and that's because I didn't understand that I could just get out of a submarine. Just cause I pressed the button, but I don't think it recognized, and I was like, well, I can't do that, and I was overthinking something that wasn't actually a puzzle. Um, like, the puzzles are all very, very... They're, they're laid out in a way that the previous puzzle has informed you how to do the next puzzle, but you still had to have that aha moment, um, which makes it just a very, very intelligently designed game. Um much more violent than Limbo. <laughs> well, yeah, Limbo is just like, you know, it's this Limbo kid was getting still impaled. Pretty, yeah, Limbo was still pretty just gruesome sometimes. Mm, but yeah, like this is, this is more. Because cool. Limbo is, it's not just silhouettes, but it is like, it's silhouettes of a cartoon, whereas, mm. yeah. whereas um, Inside is, it's 3D modeled and you, you have more, it, like it's all grey, but you still see the detail of the hair and the face and the arms and the legs and the, yeah um there is one specific part which is probably one of my favorite parts of the game if not my favorite part of the game um which i just want to quickly talk about which is the uh, there's like a air there's a area there's a section of this game where you have to hide behind these sound making like like there's like there's there's a there's an object in the room that is making a very large sound that is like repeating and you'll just it'll be silent and then it'll hear like a and it'll just go bong and then it'll repeat on that and you have to move from uh, cover to cover because if you are around when it goes bong you will die um and it's just a it's like a sonic kind of like sound that is so loud and so menacing and it's one of those sounds that's like always in my nightmares like mm. those 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 sounds that sound like they're larger than anything that's comprehensible. Um, yeah. They, they really, really get me. Um, and I, I loved that section. It was like, it, it had good puzzles in that section as well as um, it was just a great setting and way to do puzzles. Totally. Uh, inside does not outstay its welcome. And that is worth a lot. <laughs> I should go back and play it. I think I, when I played it, I was in a bit of a weird mood and it was a weird time. Um, and it just didn't leave that much of an impact on me. I just didn't really take it in. Even the ending? Yeah, and, like, I mean, the ending was wild, but, like, I was just kind of left, like, why did that happen? <laughs> I was just like, I, <laughs> I don't understand why we did that. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. June, um, have you played no, either of them? I haven't. I've played um, Limbo. I haven't mm. played Inside. You should play inside. Yeah. It's, it's really should. good. Maybe a um, game spoilers podcast. That mm. would be a, not a bad one, honestly. Yeah. Um, uh, I've also been playing... So uh, the other day, I, I wasn't feeling too hot. So I, I sat down on my couch um, and I decided to play a game that brings joy to me, which is Last Guardian, um, for two reasons. One, because I want to go back and play Ico properly. And I thought, well, I don't really want to set up my PS3 right now, so I'll play the next best, best thing, which is Last Guardian. Um, the, beginning, the beginning of that game is still really, really good. Um, I still love that cat bird dog. Cat bird with dog. My, with my whole heart. Um, the music is really good. Like that, I don't know. The, the beginning of The Last Guardian is so... I, I mean, honestly, the entirety of Last Guardian is very special. Um... It's uh, there is still no game that I've played 
uh, before or after that is anything quite like it. Um, it's a game that requires patience. Uh, one for the camera, but two, <laughs> you have to you have to wait for the like you, when you give orders to Trico, the cat bird dog. Trico has to decide to then do what you say, um, and that is not instant. Um, so you have to be in a in a mindset of like, yeah, I am. It's almost like playing with a co-op partner that can't understand you. Um, except it's also like playing with a pet. It's playing with a co-op partner it, pet. It feels more like a pet, to be honest, because like sometimes yeah. they just won't do anything at all. Oh, that's what they yeah. were going for, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like Trico is the. Trico is definitely the most realistic feeling animal that I've ever seen in a game. Um, and it, it like, I have to keep reminding, like, not that I, I think that Trico is a real thing, but I have to keep reminding myself that it's a game in a way. Um, it's it, it tricks your mind so well with the way Trico interacts with things. Um, it's a masterfully done, that game. Question. Yes. Is that game heartbreaking? Are you asking if Trico dies? <laughs> Not in so many words, but like this is kind of—it's the kind of thing that I was like that I immediately think you know this could be nice to play with Sam because Sam appreciates animals and we have cats and whatever. But if if they so effectively are able to help you create an attachment to this creature, and then they do the like. You know the um, <laughs> the creature dies to save you at the end. Yeah, yeah, that or just uh, what am I trying to think of the Will Smith movie? The the I am Legend. I am Legend. Oh god, that that's the the scene in that when they do something like that in that movie, just like 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 I actually blocked it out from my memory until someone brought it up like a month ago, and then I was just was like, me. <laughs> 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 I was just and I remember, remembered that scene, and I was like. Fuck that thing that made me care about, and then they killed. So I don't know. So it's I, hard to... what I what I will tell you is that the ending, well, like the the, the story of Last Guardian, it is not a they don't they don't pull a fast one on you. Um, okay, it's not. It, there's there's no there's no cheap like Trico jumps and saves you. And then falls to their death or anything like it, it's nothing. It's nothing like that. Um, yeah. And there's no Last of Us moment like you open a doorway and it's totally fine, and then someone gets hit in the head with a hatchet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, they, they don't. Um, no, that that this game respects its characters, Carrie. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> um, and as well as this game also respects the people that are playing it. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, this uh, I. I quite, quite enjoy the story of The Last Guardian and I think it's done in a way that is not cheap um, and very rewarding mm. um, for the ending of it. Okay, cool. June, would that, you... That is all. Would you... Yeah, I think I'd agree with that. I think it is um, sad, but I think it makes up for it. And the ending is not sad. Yeah. 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 So I think you're safe, Carrie. Okay, yeah, you're safe. Okay. Thanks, Brains Trust. <laughs> um 
So recently we've all started playing. Well, yeah, I yes, we all have started playing Sea of Thieves. Yeah. Um, sort of seemingly for no apparent reason apart from <laughs> hey, we've all got Game Pass. Let's play Sea of Thieves. Yeah, I was kind of I was kind of banging up. We we would just have days on the Discord where we'd like one of us would finish playing Destiny and we'd want to play something else, and we'd because we all have Game Pass. We I would just <laughs> I know I've done this and we've all done it at different points. We'd just sit here and scroll through the games and be like, hey, what about this? And we'd be like, ah, I don't know. And we'd be like, oh, I don't know. It's like, oh, I've done that, <laughs> and it inevitably leads to. <laughs> me saying Carrie, hey what about PUBG and then us laughing <laughs> yeah because um, we're never going to play that fucking video game again um uh yeah so we're playing Sea of Thieves um we have dedicated an entire episode of Games Willis podcast to that game so go listen to that if you want to hear our impressions of it I don't think it's really changed apart from we still like that game a lot <laughs> Yeah, I mean the game has changed since we put that podcast out because that was like a year ago. Yes, yeah, it was no, like a year sorry, and a half ago. I, I, I mean our impressions and our feelings yeah, towards the game yeah. haven't changed. Um, um, the game has definitely changed. Uh, there so is the, also the main... a small gameplay series for that on the website as well. Oh yes, there is game spoilers, please. Um, like th- so, like I'm I'm not gonna bang on about how we feel about that game. The main reason I wanted to talk about it was because. Um, of something new that they have added, um, which is a like a, it's 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 kind of like a Destiny public event um, that they have added to the game, hmm. uh, where above an island there will be a big red floating skull, ghost skull, that <laughs> I think if you're not at all interested in the public event, um, you will have the thought I had, which is wow that sure does ruin the scenery. Um, <laughs> Because it was nighttime, and I'm like, oh, look how lovely this guy. There's a giant red floating skull over there. <laughs> um, anyway, so I was playing it um, with one of my friends, and we looked at that thing, and we went, hey, let's like do that. We haven't actually done it yet. Um, so we went over there, and as we got closer, there were like a bunch of ghost ships uh, surrounding the island. I'm talking like seven or eight ghost ships. And so we didn't look up what we had to do. Uh, we thought it was probably going to be a little bit puzzly. So uh, what we did is we said, all right, so what will happen is we'll we'll see how close we can get to the island because we don't know how strong these ships are. We don't know how strong our cannonballs are against it. We don't know if our cannonballs are going to go straight through the ghost ships. We'll, land on, we'll see if we can land on the island and then we'll go from there and see what we can do. These ghost ships are not weak. Um, they won't... Like they won't one shot you or anything, but their ghost cannonballs um, are quite strong, but they don't knock your ship about because they're not like tangible. They, they're ghostly. So they'll put holes in your ship, but they won't like knock you left and right. Um, it'll just go like bang and like you'll start to be leaking water. Um, so I dropped um, friend of the show, Pyron. Um, it was just on the, the two island. of you, right? It was just the two of us. We were on a sloop um, <laughs> against big, big ghost ships. Uh, uh, so I was piloting and I, 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 we started getting close and I, I managed to knock down one of the ghost ships and I was like, oh, they're actually not too strong. It, it, so each ghost ship only takes three cannonballs is what we found out. Oh, wow. Um, which is totally doable. And so um, I took out about three or four ghost ships as, as, as we were like, spinning around this island and then... Uh, I said, all right, Byron, I'm going to pull us in. You go onto the island. You have a look. See what you can figure out. Because Byron was thinking maybe there's like a like a, a lantern on the island you have to light and then it'll get rid of the, the ghost head for, or something. The ghost head, by the way, the entire time is taunting you. 
Um, and I was always just responding, shut up, idiot, to the ghost head whenever it was taunting us. Um, and then uh, I'd like to point out that my piloting skills in this game has drastically increased because I was the captain of the ship and I like pulled in, drop anchor, span around, Byron got off and I just like did like a fucking... <laughs> like an initial D turn and then got back onto the fucking like onto the high seas and I'm now alone on this loop I'm like loading up a cannon bang load up bang load up bang run to the run to the wheel spin the wheel full like 180 degrees drop the sail go to the other direction bang cannon bang cannon ghost ship gone flick the wheel the other <laughs> way bang cannon another ghost ship gone and I'm like I'm I'm feeling like one of the fucking Avengers here right <laughs> and Byron's looking around this island going there's nothing here like i can't find fucking anything to do and i'm like all right so i pulled in picked them up we got back on and then we and then i said all right i'm gonna have a quick look run around and so byron didn't want to pilot so byron was just on the ship waiting for it to be hit and then just bucketing the entire time <laughs> while i'm exploring this island and picking up supplies while i'm there and i couldn't find anything um and I thought maybe I got to shoot the head with a cannon. That didn't work. The cannon, as it turns out, I don't think actually exists in the world. I think it's just like a shader. And so the cannonball went very, very high and it did not reach the, the head. Um, and so we kept on going for a little bit and then I Googled it. And so it turns out it's a four-wave process. Four, four wave. waves? Yes. So wave one is destroy seven ships. Not so bad. You can easily do that. Wave two is two fleets of ships will arrive. A fleet is, is made up of three ships um, and one ship of each of the fleet is the leadership. Uh, the fleet ship takes ten cannonballs to destroy. Oh my god. Um, the, but if you, def if you defeat the fleet leader, then that entire fleet will disappear, including the other ships. You don't even have to focus. You just have to sustain three ships fire. At once. Yeah, yeah, which is doable. It's definitely doable if you, like, didn't waste a lot of materials like we did and just, like, did, like, a little bit of preparation. The third wave is you have to defeat ten ships of the normal variety. Okay. And then the fourth wave is four fleets, I believe, or five Ugh. fleets. Um, as well as the captain's ship. Um, but if you defeat the captain's ship, which takes... I think it was twenty cannonballs. Um, then, then, then you win the the, the public event. Um, what do you get from it? I don't know. I haven't done it yet. Probably gold. Um, <laughs> yeah, probably. probably. You know, <laughs> faction rewards. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I I was kind of disappointed that there was no puzzles to do or anything like that because like yeah. there's no real reason the captain's above an island then really because um, the island is just a normal boring island at that point. It's the big um, PVE zone. Yeah, and that was like, oh, I, I was, I was wanting, like, I'll do it because I want to see what it's like, and it's, it's fun to do ship combat, but also, it, I was hoping for more from that game, um, because their riddles and their, like, chest finding and digging and stuff is usually pretty good. Hmm. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. We were all playing together on Friday. Um, and it was, I think it was June, Jane, Byron and I all together. Um, yep. And we were on this one island and we arrived there with like two quests for it, I think. 
And the more we did on this island, we found more and more and more quests, and including like two or three other riddles for the same island. So, you know, those four part riddles where it's like, first part, arrive on the island. Second part, go find the, the camp on the northwest cove. Drink ye a uh, grog and the next step will reveal your heart. <laughs> <laughs> you should write for this game, character. Yeah. Are you rare? Um, except like three or four different versions of those. And we got stuck on like all of those same riddles. We were like, is this the, is this the entrance to the cave? Oh, is I thought this was the northeast corner. It was like, oh, I fell. Do they mean under this? And, then, and we spent so I long. I think we, we were all trying to do different ones as well and getting mixed up of which ones we were doing. And, and we couldn't do any of them. Like, it was so yeah. strange. Like, all of the puzzles we've been able to figure out, but this was just like, oh, not this way. Oh, not this, not this either. Oh. It was, wasn't it was, even a particularly big island either. We just suck. Yeah, yeah. We just had, it was. It, it was. It was striking how how much we couldn't do um, on this one island. So in the end, we just left it in the dust and left the server and came back and got rid of our quests. Uh, yeah. I don't... No, you go. I was, I was just gonna say, uh, I, it would be remiss of us if we didn't talk about the pets. Oh yes, <laughs> they have added. For not free, for money, pets. They you can get birds and monkeys and cats, and you can get different three different types of each, and each type has five or so different colors, and then each species has a bunch of uh, outfits that you can wear, and all of them cost money, and all of them are fantastic. We all spent eight dollars each. Yeah, there was a solid like half an hour on Friday. We were all like Jeremy and I were both streaming, and we 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 were all just sitting there. People were like, "Hang on, I'm going to go get my credit card," and then everyone <laughs> and people left. There's just a bunch of staring at the screens while we made this purchase. So I uh, I I got one of my cats from home, Griffin, who is the one who would love to be a wild cat outside but cannot be. So she gets to live with me on the high seas and adventure. <laughs> And dance it to the fiddle, to the banjo. Uh, what what were your particular pet purchases? Uh, I have a monkey called Jacko, which is named after Jacko the monkey from the Franken expedition in uh, 1865. Oh, wow. That's Go awesome. <laughs> My monkey's named Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> I put him in a hat. <laughs> Not just the hat, you put him in a cannon. <laughs> I did. You can put the pets in cannons and fire them off. Yeah, um, and then they come back. Uh, Byron also had got a pink parrot called Pinky. And by far I my do, favorite thing yesterday was when we were all on the ship together, was all of the pets <laughs> were on the railing of the uh, by the wheel. And so I got to the, the steering wheel to, to drive us around. And all these pets were here, so I just started playing music, and they all dance. And the parrots there stomping up and down on 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 his feet, and and Griffin's there like waving her arm around, which is weird because a cat wouldn't do that. And Jacko's asleep. <laughs> it was so good. It's so lovely. Like it's it's such a nice little thing. You can pet them all, and you can like offer the pets to your your crewmates to hold as well. My favorite know. thing is when you were running around the ship being like, where's Griffin? And I was like, Kerry, I found Griffin. And I fired the cannon. 
Yeah, that was scary. And then your, seeing, your character would Seeing that from, like, on the beach while you did that and the... <laughs> I don't know, it made it funnier. It was very good. And then your character wouldn't stop, like, wouldn't put away their shit-eating grin, Jeremy. They just kept kept grinning at me <laughs> while I was holding my cat jealously. I was like, stay away. My pirate's just happy. <laughs> just a just friendly pirate. It's um, good to know that that game can still produce such good stories. Yeah. yeah. If I had to play a game that it was good, a good avenue to just hang out and chill with my friends, I would pick this one over Fall Guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Rare, please hurry up and add multiple parties to games and stuff like that and matches and because we yeah. want to play with more than four people, please. Yeah, mm. two ships would be amazing, but also in a yeah. way that we can still earn reputation. How cute would it be if we had two galleons just sailing oh. side by side? Yeah. It would be amazing. We spent so long trying to make it work the other night, but it's just... Because it's so, it's such a kind of thing that would lead to griefing if it was easy to do. It just was yeah. not easy to do. Yeah. Um, alas. Uh, so I got one more game that I played. Oh, you do. You do on your list. Go for it. Sorry. Yes. No, that's right. Um, so, so I finally played a game that I wanted to buy when it came out and I just didn't play it. And I don't know why, because um, it's extremely my shit. Uh, Inside. Hypnos- <laughs> Uh, Hypnospace Outlaw. Um, are either of you familiar with what this game is? No, but that sounds like it tracks. I watched <laughs> the trailer for this about a month ago and I was like, oh yeah, this is Jeremy. Yeah. Um, so Hypnospace Outlaw is a game where you are a... Uh, okay, so in, in this alternate timeline of 1998 I th- or 1999, um, uh, there is a online space for people who have the, these these headbands that you use when you go to sleep, and it's called <laughs> Hypnospace, <laughs> and everybody has their own. It's just it's a it, it's a it's a it's a knockoff of the internet, basically. Um, but specifically of late nineties, like blogging internet, where yeah. everybody had to have a page regardless of who you were and what you were doing. Um, <laughs> And the and people would make a page on the internet for themselves, and just so they could say, "Hi, my name's Jeremy, and I have made an internet page. Here's a little bit about me. Thanks for visiting my internet page." It's like that. <laughs> it's like that episode of The Simpsons where Homer makes a website um, and just fills it up with gifs and like website counters. Um, but basically, the 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 way the game works is you are like a a internet like a like a moderator basically um where you have to enforce the rules of of hypnospace um and you're you're employed by by hypno os <laughs> um to enforce the rules and so your job is to just cr- crawl through websites and follow it's similar to um her story and telling lies where like someone will mention like a name or like a thing and then you can type that and you'll get a list of the web pages that, in- that include that thing or name as a tag um because not everything is accessible on the index for example um and my god it is so funny some of the <laughs> fucking it sounds, dialogue it sounds like falling down like a research hole it but is, the game it's absolutely that and i i love every minute of it um, there's 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 two quick instances that I'll, that I'll tell you about, which will explain the game very well. So one of the the first cases you get as a as like an internet cop is um, uh, 
you have to find uh you so you, you get like a, a letter from from dispatch being like hey uh this person like zach rocks 14 or whatever it is uh, Z- <laughs> sorry zane rocks 14 um uh has been um we've gotten some reports that zane rocks 14 has been engaging in harassment um please have a look on uh, go through the websites and have a look to see if um he is and if he is then you can uh, report elements on the website and uh, then we'll that will close the case and you go to his website and it's written as a, from a 15 year old's perspective in on the internet in 1999 so it's like he's, he's got like gifts of skulls and guns and <laughs> fire and he's got like a web comic that sucks and a band um and his relationships angle relationship status is like taken have a girlfriend uh but still looking to make friends or whatever and the girlfriend's webpage is just Zane is awesome with underscores and his website is dedicated to Zane, which means it's obviously Zane that made this website <laughs> for his fake online girlfriend. Um, and he, he, he's made a website. Um, no, like he, he's got like an online award from another dumbass website on this hypno OS that he's then got the plaque that they gave and that they gave him and saved it on his website. And he's having this online fight with the other 15 year old named Corey <laughs> and Corey made a website called Zane sucks. And so I reported all of that cause it was technically under harassment. <laughs> and the reason Zane made that website Oh, sorry, the reason Corey made that website about Zane is because Zane made a fake interview with Corey where he called him an <laughs> idiot and dumb and stupid. And so I reported all of that. And there's there's like a timeline in the game as well. So like later on, cases down the line, like the internet has reacted to your changes. And I went to I went to Corey's website and I was I'm really sorry, Hypno OS, for these things that I wrote online. I really didn't mean to get in trouble. I really, really apologize. Please don't get rid of my account and all that stuff. It's so fucking funny. It's so, so good. And uh the other case that I got recently was um the the second most recent case that I've done is I have to find uh, so someone had implemented in Hypno OS a third-party f- uh, payment um, plan, which is somewhat topical, um, uh, uh, which is against terms of service. And so you have to go in and ban everybody who's who's offering this um, illegal payment plan. Um, and so I was thinking, like, I don't know how to find it because I'm, like, searching for it. I'm going through websites. No one's offering it. Everyone's offer- offering the Hypno OS payment options. Um, and then I got an ad, like, I like, like an ad, there was like an ad on the sidebar, which popped up, which was like, uh, download, um, professor helper, which is like a knockoff of Clippy and the so <laughs> professor helper helper will pop up be like, hi, I'm professor helper. And like a little dialogue will pop up saying like, do you want some help finding what you need or whatever? And like, at unrelated moments, at completely random fucking moments. And I'm like, yes. And so it just pops up an ad. And so I click on the ad and the ad is offering the payment options. I'm like, yes. And I'm like, report. <laughs> and I wait and I wait and I wait. Professor Hopper is like, hi, I'm Professor Hopper. Can I help? And I'm like, yes. Another garbage ad. Found you. Reported. And I did that until my case was filled up. Except now I can't get rid of Professor Helper. 
<laughs> Except now I can't delete the application from my Hypno OS because I went to delete it and it said, you got to pay $50 if you want to get Hypno, if you want to get Professor Helper removed from, from your Hypno OS. I'm like, no. And so every five minutes he pops up on my screen. I'm like, fuck off. I'm doing work and I can't get rid of it. Um, it's so good. It's it's so funny. It's so well made. There's there's all of the best parts of the internet. There's like dumb like cool clubs, and there's like there's like the Christian group, which anything that is remotely like monster like they like boycotting and saying is the devil. Um, and there's like the free thinkers that think the hypno OS is giving everybody like brain burn. Brain burn. Um, brain burn. There's so much good shit in there. Um, there's so many bo- boomer profiles, like, 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 like old people on Facebook level stuff. Um, everybody's got songs you can download because everybody makes music. Everybody's got like screensavers you can download and just cool pictures you can add to your blog, um, which you can download for no reason. Um, like they will just go on your desktop in game, which you can look at but there's no real reason for it. It's just like, it just helps with the simulation side of it. Um, it's excellent. I, it, it's so, so nineties. It's so fake nineties because nothing was ever that nineties, but it's, it, it's just a fantastic game. How many hours have you put into it? Um, I have put, uh, just under three hours into it currently. Um, okay. I don't think I'm that far into it. I think there's probably, I don't know. I feel like going by the pacing currently, it'll probably be seven hours. That's pretty impressive, honestly. It sounds like a lot of authored content. There's like, honestly, there were so many pages that are written. There is so much stuff in there. Um, it's, I, I had to keep reminding myself that all of this is fake yeah. um, because there is just so much written stuff. There's like pages within pages and there's hidden pages and there's people's bio. There's so much stuff that's unrelated um to the story but they need it to be there because not everything can be related to what you're doing because then it'll feel fake and the simulation will just show its cracks immediately yeah um so they have to they just it must have been really fun honestly writing a lot of that stuff Mm. um it's a it is just a fantastic love letter to early internet blogging culture yeah Um, it's how much is it uh, not very, not very expensive. I bought it on it with a bundle with another game um, called uh, Broken Reality, which I think I've spoken about on the podcast before. Uh, Hypno Space Outlaw is currently twenty one dollars on Steam. Mm. Um, uh, it's currently twenty five percent off, um, and they also added some content recently because it came out on Switch. Um, I don't know what that content is. I don't know if I've seen it. I'm not sure how ingrained it is with the normal game. Do you think that playing it on Switch would be a different experience than playing it on PC? I think it would because that game's all about being on a computer. Yeah. Um, I, that's why I didn't buy it on Switch. I bought it on mm. Steam. Uh, it is also on, on Game Pass. Ah, yes, that's Excellent. true. Excellent. So there you go. There's, can't wait to hear impressions on you it in no two weeks, June. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that's why I'm asking. Yep. That's a pretty good... Um, it's a pretty good slate of stuff we've been playing this week. It's been, um, mm. it's across the gamut. It's it's run the gamut, rather, I think is the expression that I'm looking for. Um, 
Well, we don't have too much news to talk about. Um, it's been a relatively... I mean, there's been, there is some stuff to talk about, um, and we will talk about it, but not before we talk about the question for the podcast for this week. Uh, June, what is the question for your corner? Which gaming franchise would you like to see end? That's right. Just this end f- completely. Enough. <laughs> what have you had enough of? Uh, this one's fun. <laughs> um, have a think. We will too. And when we do, we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Minimap Cast. We're sitting here wondering, pondering the demise of gaming franchises. Jude, what is the question for the week? Which gaming franchise would you like to see the end of? Cheers Why? to that. Why? <laughs> uh, I have two really obvious, boring answers. Who wants it? Go. One of them's probably mine, so we can collaborate. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. Okay, didn't expect that. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Which hasn't they made seen... one forever. That's the thing. Like they haven't. I don't. I don't think we've seen the end of them. They've just. We haven't seen some of them recently. I don't want to see any ever again. Mm-hmm. I've never played those games. I just don't appreciate seeing them in any capacity. I don't appreciate the way they look in the game or their popularity or the fact that they have merchandise or the fact that they explode on YouTube and I think the gameplay is crap and I think it's bad and I don't like it. And I don't want to see any more of it. <laughs> All very valid reasons. What's your second option? Call of Duty. Yeah, that's fine. Because, not just because it's been going forever and successful and whatever, mostly because, like, their structure is clearly starting to fall apart a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, they're clearly starting to struggle. Um, what do you hate you know, against propaganda, Kerry? <laughs> Pardon? What do you hate against propaganda? I don't know what you mean. It's what COD is. Right. Uh, uh, it's just sort of the same every year. And I get it that the shooting's good, but like the fact that they're still trying to pump out games every year, I think that's part of what gets me. Like, I was playing um, Brotherhood a few weeks ago, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. And I said to Sam... It's like, they made this one year. This game came out one year after Assassin's Creed 2. And it's got 35 hours of gameplay. It's got the whole story in there. Cinematics, voice acting, cutscenes. And it's got, like, almost as much content as Assassin's Creed 2 did. And I was just, like, I was just struck. I was just sitting there and I was like, could you believe they came out with one of these once a year? Every year? What were you guys thinking? Why would you do that? Mm-hmm. Like, that's so much content, and it suffered for it, honestly. Like, the content isn't better for being released on an annual schedule. The only thing that's better, or maybe not even your bottom line, because you have to have three concurrent, gigantic, monolithic AAA studios working on the same game at once. Like, that. it just doesn't make any sense to me. And because the quality has been dropping, and because we've seen 18 of these games, I think, like... I think it's had its day. June, what was your thinking for it? Yeah, same thing. 
Mostly I'm sick of hearing about it. <laughs> Which is my answer for a lot of things, I think. Yeah. Otherwise, I was thinking maybe like, Far Cry, I don't really want another one of those. Yeah, that's a good call. That's a very good call. Every time I hear of a new one, I'm like, oh, again? Yeah. It's just the same thing it was since Far Cry 3. Yeah. Mm, other than that, do, I don't think we really need another Last of Us, do we? We can go without another Last of Us. Yeah, Not I'm, anymore. I'm done. We didn't need the second one, yeah. <laughs> as it turns out. Yeah. Uh, they, they have proven to me that we didn't need a second one, and I sure as hell don't want a third. Yep. Um, I'm just gonna. I could just rattle off games that I don't like. <laughs> I mean, oh, God, right one. <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna say Halo because, um, I can see how excited you are about it. So I'm so hopeful for it to be good, and the news mm. coming out about it each He's following not. week is just <laughs> bad and bad and worse. It's delayed, and then. Management left recently, and then they have had to bring in management from the old games back from mm-hmm. whatever project they were doing, like help save the sinking ship. And it's just like, Yikes. it's not looking good, well, which is a shame because I really want it to be great. Yeah, I hope it comes through for you. Um, Star Wars as a whole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm someone who has just recently finished the final video form of Star Wars that he hasn't seen, I'm agreeing with you wholeheartedly. <laughs> you said that ending made you want more watching the end of Star Wars Rebels. Yeah, I, I thought the ending of Rebels was really great and I would watch more. I think Star Wars needs to stop. Mm. <laughs> stop Wars. Um, I'll mm. stop now. What's yours, Jeremy? Serious Sam. Who? What? <laughs> I fucking hate Serious Sam. What? Fucking hate? What's wrong with Serious Sam? I, Who? I, I, I don't know. The Serious Sam games. They're first. They're they're shooters. They're like they old suck. school, like born out of Quake shooters. They're like arena shooters, but with a but a campaign version of it. Let me just Google. They're it not quick. good. There's not a single good Serious Sam game. It's like I will not be checking the replies. <laughs> um. There's and another one, one coming out, out this year. It's not out yet. It's coming out. Ah. I don't care about Serious Sam. Why have I, I never heard about this before? <laughs> it's not particularly impressive to me, I think. I think it was big in the PC. It looks like bad space. Wolfenstein. Yeah. There are there are It's like five uh, games. There's more than five. So there's 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 the four mainline games. There's it's that, a VR one. one. Of them's coming out. Yeah. yeah, there's a VR one. Uh, there's two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. There's, there's, there's at least fourteen serious Sam games, <laughs> and they're all excellent. Shut the fuck up! No one cares. No one <laughs> likes these games. I hate these games. I don't know why I hate these games, but I hate these games. They suck, and I look at them and I go, I don't ever want to play these games. <laughs> Is that your only answer, Jeremy? <laughs> It's really, it's a really unnatural hate I have for them. Usually, I don't hate things unless I have a reason for them. I'm not, I'm not usually one to dislike something until I have a reason. I don't have a reason for this. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not backing down. This is funny. Nope. I think this question begets like less critical thought and discussion than previously. It's like, what don't you like? And it's like <laughs> this. <laughs> but I think that's pretty fun <laughs> in its own way. 
If there's anyone who worked on these games that's listening, I apologize. You're probably very lovely. I don't ever want to play a Serious Sam video game. That was someone's brainchild. (laughs) 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 Oh, dude, what's next week's question? (laughs) Um, If you could... If you could play a crossover between two gaming franchises, which ones would they be? Jeremy, what was your example before? Which one? I rattled off a bunch of shit ones. I um, think you said Guitar Hero and Rocksmith. <laughs> yeah, I said, I, I said, yeah, I said Guitar Hero and Rocksmith. I said Mario and Yoshi. I said uh, uh, Assassin's Creed and Final Fantasy. Yeah, stuff like that, That's right, but yeah. better. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. I got a crazy one for you: the Avengers game and Marvel Spider-Man. <laughs> now oh, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to blow anything out of the water here, but I reckon that would have been a really good idea. Unfortunately, <laughs> that's not going to happen. Yeah, shame that shame. There's just no one with your artistic vision to have come up mm. with such a such a dramatic. It's a shame that no one with the vision created that Avengers game. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> um. We're just going to go into the news here. We haven't we haven't collated everything that's happened. There's been a few interesting things, like uh, the Apple vs. Epic saga has continued. Um, there's a lot of details, but honestly, nothing's happening in like big chunks that we can talk about. Um, so we're probably just going to leave that be. Um, like, there's a restraining order that got placed, but Apple could still remove Fortnite. And Epic as a like a creator from their store, so that's just that's just percolating in the background. Um, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, Jeremy, do you want to do you want to take this one, or I'm happy to read from it if you like. Uh, if you like, sure. Okay. Um, so uh, there's been a Ubisoft game on mobile uh, that's been teased for a while now. Well, not teased, but shown for a while now, called Elite Squad. Which is kind of like Rainbow. It's it's a bunch of like Tom Clancy properties put into a mobile game. So Sam Fisher's in there with Rainbow Six Siege operators and Wildlands villains and random stuff. It's probably the some random colonel from what was was it End War or End Game or what was? Do you remember that Tom Clancy's End End Zone? And it, and it had like voice control. It was a big deal on Xbox. Anyway. <laughs> um, I, I gotta buy this game <laughs> Tom, <laughs> Tom Clancy's Elite Squad, right? So, uh, from Bloomberg Jason Schreier coming in with an article called Ubisoft removes video seen as insensitive to Black Lives Matter uh, That's the heading of the video We're just gonna read a few select art- uh, settings Not settings, um, paragraphs here um, So, Last week, Ubisoft released Tom Clancy's Elite Squad, a game for iOS and Android, in which the players the player builds a team of fighters to take on Umbra, a terrorist organization. Ooh. In the game's introductory video, Umbra is portrayed as a, quote, faceless organization that wants to build a new world order, unquote. Umbra, which uses a raised black fist as its logo, is described as a group that attempts to stoke riots and undermine world leaders through social media. Um... Jeremy, these ne- are these next bits. Uh, are these next bits tweets or from the the article? Uh, sorry, the entire thing is from the article. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, 
Uh, Charlie Gimo, the game's creative director and general manager of Ubisoft's Alliant Studio, responded with an apology and pledged to remove the entire introductory sequence from the game. The As introductory. If that's enough. Pardon? As if that's enough. <laughs> yeah. The introductory sequence was produced in 2018, according to the post on Mana by Gimo. Gim- uh, Mana, I think, is their internal messaging service. Just for yep. the record there. Yes. Uh, Charlie Gimo, the CEO's son, as in son of Eves Gimo, earned a master's degree in computer science in 2014, according to his LinkedIn profile. Months later, he became the general manager of the Alliance Studio in Paris, where Tom Clancy's Elite Squad was developed. So that's 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 what we've got there. Just a neat little bit of nepotismo and. Uh, <laughs> Ubisoft um, stopping garbage 2020 challenge like fucking oh my god I know we need to we need to whip up a bingo card I think um, <laughs> for how terrible they can be how how does this how does this one strike you June um I don't know if I really have an opinion to be honest I don't know I feel are like you surprised you, no I feel like every time you ask me these things it's always the same it's like well sure <laughs> this happened I, I love. There's a very good tweet here. Um, dusting off a big folder labeled "What the fuck is wrong with Ubisoft?" pulled from a big dusty filed cabinet with the same label. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the um, oh my god! I, think, I, I feel the like the thing for me that gets this is like how could you be how could you be so tone deaf as to know you've got this scene in this game because you're making this game and obviously you have to test the whole thing and check it. How could this possibly have made it through all the levels of Ubisoft before release in the wake of the um, protests and everything that happened in May and June of this year and be like, oh, wait, this logo of this entire enemy organization of this game that we are releasing. This fascist storyline. <laughs> it just, like, how could you not realize that this is going to, like, be incredibly insensitive to so many people? I, I have the answer they probably, for you. If yeah. <laughs> they probably don't have any of people of color on their team to tell them that they're doing shit wrong. Oh, well, I mean, I, I'm not even sure if that's that's the truth. I think the, the 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 reason for this is because are you gonna say no to the son of the CEO of the company? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad, and like. Throwing in on top of it that whole thing with Charlie Gimo, like, you know, really layers on that whole, that company is owned by the Gimos and there's mm-hmm. nothing anyone can do about it. Um, and it further adds credence to what I said when those higher up executives stepped down, where I was like, ultimately, Eves was, you know, culpable for all of their actions. As, as their managing director, as their boss... He has some responsibility for the, for their actions, and that 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 all of those executives' terrible decisions and terrible, like bigoted viewpoints, and um, you know, all of the terrible shit they were doing got through under his leadership is an indictment on him. And this is another stroke. This is another um, bad mark. It Ubisoft's second um, conference. Their, their Ubisoft Forward Conference should be happening soon. I'm guessing they're probably waiting for the PS5 and Xbox Series X announcement. Um, yeah. But it's really bad. <laughs> it's really not good. Um, and uh, yeah, a, typi- a 
typically well poorly timed in comparison to their last Ubisoft forward as well. If it is happening as soon as um, Jason Schreier thinks it is. Um, so yeah, kind of put putting more nails into the coffin of uh, why I may not buy Ubisoft games new anymore. <laughs> um, any did you have any other thoughts on it, Jeremy? Or I uh, just no, like they, like it. I don't know who wrote it, but that's such a fucking fascist storyline to write. Um, it's just like, it's bad all the way through. Um, I, I've seen some developers on Twitter being like, yeah, when we came up with like some of the art for this, we had no idea that this was the storyline. Um, oh, right. I, I, I feel, um, I, I feel bad for some developers who were just caught in like, this is my job and I was told to do what I was supposed to do because it's that was my job to do that part of it yeah. um, without any external, like, context. Yeah. Ubisoft needs, like, a... Oh, it needs a refresh. <laughs> it needs needs different people at the heads of their studios, which is probably Long, not... Long, hard look at itself. Yeah. Um, the other thing that has happened in the last couple of weeks that we're going to touch on today is that the... Uh, is that Rocksteady's... Uh, game has finally been announced that they've been working on and so has uh, WB Games Montreal's game um, that they've been working on so DC had a big like 12 hour conference kind of thing like it went on and on and on and they announced comics and shows and movies and games Um, so uh, they announced Rocksteady's uh, new title Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League which is uh, like a four person uh, drop in, drop out, co-op game. I think they tout it as a shooter as well. Um, but all we saw for that a was Schluter. A... Schluter. Oh god. <laughs> um, I think they that all they showed for that was a cinematic trailer. Um, in that set you know in you the can see universe. that. Yet set in the Arkham universe. Um, and all you can see is that Superman has gone bad. Theoretically, the rest of the Justice League has gone bad. Some alternate reality stuff or Mysterio or. I don't know, someone's controlling, whatever. But Maniac. Superman's, like, killing people, and the Suicide Squad is the only uh, the only recourse of action they've got against these superheroes. Can I just say, I hate that name. Like, Suicide, Suicide Squad, Squad is a name. It's terrible. It's so bad. <laughs> I mean, you know what the Suicide Squad is, yeah? Like, they're, they're baddies, and they have, like, explosives implanted in their heads, and they're sent on impossible missions. Yeah. And they're expendable because they're bad people. Yeah. I get it. But like I don't know. Like it it's the kind of it's I'm not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> um uh but the other thing that they announced during that conference as well was uh Gotham Knights. Um so this is WB Games Montreal. Uh their their game um it's a game set in Gotham City being taken over by bad guys in uh, in a world where Batman is dead, but not the old Arkham games. So this is a separate timeline to the old Arkham games, to the old Arkham Asylum games, and to the new Suicide Squad game. Um, and they actually showed a lot of gameplay for this, and I thought it looked pretty neat. Um, it's got one to two player co-op and it looks like less of a live service game compared to the Suicide Squad game, which seems to be going for more of an Avengers vibe. This one looks like, honestly, it kind of strikes me as like 
Arkham meets Assassin's Creed Origins slash Odyssey. Like, the enemies have levels and health bars and uh, you've got, like, abilities and stuff like that. And yeah, you can also there's, there's like, it. number indicators when you're doing damage and stuff. Yeah, exactly. That's the main thing that makes me think of it. Um, you play as the Bat Family, they're calling it, which is <laughs> Robin, Red Hood, Nightwing, and Batgirl. Um, and you can play as all of them, and they all have their separate stories. It sounds like this game is huge. Like they said, what do they say? They said, um, this is halfway through Barbara's storyline, about 12 hours into the game. I'm like, oh my god, that's halfway through one character's story? What, that's like an 80-hour game? I, I don't like I, that. I don't want that. I, I want to finish that game. I don't want to play that game that long i have a friend yeah. who is like super into the batman fandom i guess yeah. um so i hear the word bat fam like on twitter a lot so it's weird that you said like the term is strange anyway they're like super 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 excited because all these characters are going to be in it yeah i mean it looks it looks cool and like the the effects and the visual fidelity of the game like it looks interesting i'm i'm genuinely interested to play it mm. it looks like a a new take on Arkham. Um, well, it's not called Arkham, but it's like something else. I like. I I know those characters are interesting. I want to know more about them, uh, and this is going to be a good way to do that. Um, but yeah, I I look at those number indicators on the on the levels of the enemies, uh, on the damage that you do. Also, hearing the uh, in in Gotham Knights, the enemies scale with you. So you're always getting a challenge. It's like, oh no! And so I, I, we don't know yet, but there might be gear. Yeah. Congratulations yeah. to Paul Tassie only. It just, it just. I think what what rubs me the wrong way about that is because every every single player game that someone has to make now has to be like, well, it has to be a story. It has to be open world. There has to be uh, an RPG system, a leveling up system. There has to be great written side quests that you can just stumble upon. It's like, not every game has to be The Witcher 3. I get it. It was fantastic. But like, I don't want every game to be The Witcher 3. I want to be able to play something like Arkham Asylum, like I spoke about earlier, that's really directed and focused. And like really tight because of it it's really well made and I, all of the games they they showed looked cool but i worry deeply about their structure and longevity or, or rather their their excess of longevity <laughs> so let's just take bets now do you think at the end of the campaign or the first dlc pack is going to be batman <laughs> as a playable character dlc dlc yep. june yeah Probably. I reckon he's in the game when it launches. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I don't think they would. Truly, the Captain America of the fucking Avengers video game of this. I don't one. think they would do that because I think that would undermine the entire thesis of their game, which is. I reckon game. it would too, which is why I think they're absolutely going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. I'm interested. I'm hesitant. You know. Where I am normally cautiously optimistic for most games, like I was cautiously optimistic for Anthem, and <laughs> what? Despite despite everyone's, I haven't heard that name in years. Haven't heard that name in a long time. Um, this the the treatment that these two games are getting. While it was cool to see the trailers and it was fun to look at. I don't we have still haven't seen what Rock City are working on. We still haven't seen it. We've seen a cinematic trailer. 
Yeah, and a and a description and a word salad. It's been years. Arkham Knight was twenty fifteen. Yep. Yep. And there's always the thing that like Rocksteady was like no, I think the thing was that I think I think what I'd heard was that W Games was WB Games Montreal was meant to be working on Suicide Squad, and then Rocksteady took over, and then WB Games worked on uh Gotham Knights instead. I don't know how true that is, but that is something I had heard. Um it's hard because all of that stuff has been rumors and stuff like that, so it's pretty weird, but Yeah. Cautious optimism, I would say. Well, no, cautious pessimism, I think, is where I landed on that one. Cautious pessimism? Yeah. <laughs> Usually cautiously optimistic is like, I don't want to get my hopes up too high, but you're like, I don't want to be too down on the game, but I'm probably going to be really down on the game. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. That's perfect. That's me. You know, people are working hard on that game. I don't want to trash it. And that's the end of the podcast. Um, I was going to make another serious Sam joke, but I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> um, bit of a shorter one this week, but, uh, you know, full of plenty of games and stuff like that. Uh, in a couple of weeks, I think Jeremy and I are going to be able to talk about the that, that, that their Marvel's Avengers game. Speaking of live service superhero action games, um, it'll be interesting to see how we feel about it. <laughs> um but yeah, thanks so much for listening. Thanks for sticking around to the end. Uh, we really appreciate it, whether you listen to all of it or just some of it. Um, you can find other episodes of this podcast, this podcast, our other podcast, and other things as well, like reviews and writing on minimap.com.au. Uh, you can find us tweeting about it on the Minimap Twitter account. That's at MinimapAU. Uh, we are all individually there as well. Uh, my Twitter is at KJPalmer24. No, at KJPalmer underscore 24. Uh, June's is June has J-U-N underscore E-double-S Carrie you've said your fucking Twitter handle on this podcast how many times how do you fuck it wrong how many times I have a I have a serious branding issue okay I don't know what I'm going to do about it Jerry what's your Twitter handle at everyone jazz Oh, and if you want to support the podcast or the website uh, monetarily you can do that at patreon.com slash minimapau um also, look forward to our Game Spoilers podcast for the Frog Detective games, number one and two. They are hilarious, and we are going to get to talk about all of our favorite jokes from them. You should play them and then come and join us, because it's going to be a great time. Uh, but until either of those times, uh, we'll, we'll see you then. Oh, that doesn't make sense. Uh, <laughs> we'll see you next time. Thanks so much for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.